This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're paving the way with a COVID-19 safe care plan so you can keep getting better. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash safe care. And now for a better gardening plan, here's our friend Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. Welcome to our second hour for this Sunday morning, folks. And uh, if I can help you with a plant question, please give us a call. A couple of uh, things just uh, to have mentioned. Remember that uh, the uh, pre-emergent weed killer time is here. Now, for crabgrass and graspers, apply either Dimension or Halts or Bayland. One of those three granular products. I'm not a fan of weed and feed products. It's too early to fertilize your lawn. Uh, the, uh, the granules that I mentioned are sold individually, not granule by granule. They're sold as products by themselves without uh, having weed uh, uh, fertilizers attached to them. And so you can apply just the pre-emergent, and that will keep the crabgrass and grasper seeds from germinating and growing. Once they are growing, you don't get a second chance until next year at the same time. So you put out the pre-emergent granules, you water the soil lightly to get them dispersed across the surface of the soil, and then you come back and repeat the application in early June to get season-long prevention of crabgrass and grass burrs. Uh, They are safe on any kind of lawn grass. They're safe beneath trees. The one thing you don't want to do is if you have an area where you think you might have lost St. Augustine to the cold, you do not want to apply pre-emergent granules there because you don't want to have them in the ground uh, waiting on the new St. Augustine roots to come along in the sod uh, because that would inhibit its growth. That's how they work. And... um, so that's just one precaution that Texas A&M is, uh, is putting out there in front of us, and it makes all the sense in the world. But otherwise, for Bermuda lawns and for St. Augustine, if you think your, your St. Augustine's all hale and hearty, usually crabgrass and grasspers are a lot more of a problem in Bermuda lawns than they are in St. Augustine, but there you are. Uh, you do not have crabgrass growing in your lawn right now. So many people argue with me. I mean, flat out argue with me. No, I've already got crabgrass. No, what you have right now is rescue grass or ryegrass or annual bluegrass, probably rescue grass, but it's not crabgrass. Crabgrass, the, the official proper crabgrass, all-American crabgrass, is a hot weather weed that germinates in uh, generally in our area, in north central Texas, in late March or especially in April, not in the winter. What you have is a cool season grass, probably rescue grass. Um, okay, so that's one thing. The other thing I want to mention as we uh, get this hour started is if you are wondering about freeze damage, um, you uh, might want to just go look at the plant. Uh, individually, uh, I'd, I'd rather not get into uh, is my Carolina jessamine dead. Um, I, I'm happy to help in general terms. Um, but there's no way to do that in general terms. And, and uh, I don't know how to say this because I, I sound like I'm not wanting to help. I, I'm just saying that you can tell better than I can. That's the way to say it probably and sound like I want to cooperate. I, I'm a team player here. But you can tell better than I can by looking at the plant. You can snap the, the twigs, and if they're brittle and dry, then that part of that plant is not alive and, and come down a little farther and snap again. And if it bends, then it's alive. If it snaps again, it, that part's dead and so forth all the way down the stem. Uh, the scratch test with your thumbnail, eh, that might work if it is moist and green. Moist and green. If it's just green, that may just be old chlorophyll that is, has stained that tissue. But uh, the plant will tell you, and within a week or two, it better be budding out and producing some new growth. If it isn't, it's probably lost. Most of our shrubs and vines that are going to survive are either growing out at their tips like they normally do, or they're putting out some new buds somewhere up and down on the stems, or they're coming up from down below, or soon will. And uh, they'll tell you, let the plants tell you, you don't have to prune. Uh, right away just to be pruning. Uh, Asian jasmine is a good example of something that probably can be pruned now. I've already trimmed mine back to about an inch from the ground because I have grown it for 60 years. I know what it does. It has frozen to the ground. It'll come back. 
I want to get all that stubble out of the way so I get that nice new flush of green growth and, and it shows up right away. So that's one you can prune. I prune my Nandinas back pretty significantly because I just want to see that flush of new growth. You won't believe how good they'll look in, in two months, six weeks. Anyway, today's SPCA of Texas dog is Doby. Doby is a sweet and spunky 13-year-old Chihuahua mix. That's young in Chihuahua years. She has a mostly black coat with just the right amount of silver sprinkled in to show her wisdom. Doby is fun-loving, but she is even more into loving you. She adores cuddling with people and makes the perfect lap dog. Of course! She did really well with children of all ages in her previous home. Even though they are bigger in size, the, the children are, Dobie was sure to treat them like she would treat her babies. She prefers to socialize with human friends, but she will tolerate other dogs as long as they give her space. If you're looking for a funny little dog to join your family, Dobie is the gal for you, D-O-B-Y. Dobie is waiting to meet you at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To request an appointment to meet Dobie, they invite you to visit spca.org adopt. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Doby has been spayed, microchipped, she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines, and she's waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 West of Hampton Road. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. Browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. That's Dobie. And it all starts at spca.org slash adopt. That is sponsored by Baylor Scott & White. They sponsor this entire hour, and I'm pretty proud of them. We're pretty proud because they gave us a daughter back in 2005 from the flesh-eating bacterium. They knew what to do. That's a very tricky and a very rare infection. Nobody knows how you get it, but they knew what to do, and they did it, and they did a marvelous job. So anyway, and my wife proudly serves on the Baylor Scott & White McKinney Hospital Board and has since the ground was broken for that hospital many, many years ago. Nobody ever said you need to be sick to get better, and that's why Baylor Scott & White Health has innovated how people get well and stay well where prevention might just be the prescription. Teaching is on the treatment plan, and everybody is always on the same team. It's your team. At Baylor Scott & White, they believe that being better is a way of life, and that begins with their commitment to put patients and members at the core of everything they do. Patients are why the professionals at Baylor Scott & White work tirelessly to make health care work better, ensuring we all can access the care we need when we need it. Your friends at Baylor Scott & White say better is who we are. It's who we've always been. It's who we always will be. It's what drives us to look beyond the hospital walls and push beyond the status quo, never settling for anything less. That's what they say. It's how we create healthcare experiences that inspire a life well lived because that's what being better is all about. That's what the folks at Baylor Scott and White Health say. Changing healthcare for the better. You can learn more at GetBetterTexas.com. If you've been putting your health on hold, don't delay. Baylor Scott & White Health has added a number of preventive measures to get you back to better. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash safe care. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much. We go back to the phone lines. We have Wayne and Alvarado. Wayne, this is Neil. Thanks for calling. Yeah, uh, Neil, you, I think your last caller, uh, very last caller on last Sunday's program, uh, ask you a question about uh, a peach tree that had died. He was thinking that it had overwatered it, and you uh, suggested he probably underwatered it. That got my uh, interest up because I have lost three trees over the last two years. Uh, one two years ago, and then the first one last year, uh, both reacted exactly the same way. That is that they budded out and leaved out little tiny leaves <coughs> and blooms, but they never developed. Uh, they started to wither and die. 
uh, almost immediately, and the entire tree died. And uh, after that happened last year, the second time, I knew something obviously was was uh, consistently wrong. So I called up local uh, extension guy. He put me in contact with uh, Monty Nesbitt. I'm assuming you recognize that name. Oh yeah. And um, he, he uh, you know, after exchanging some texts and some asked me some questions and uh, sending him some photographs, he said it was probably root rot. And uh, I really didn't think that it was, but uh, nevertheless, uh, about uh, uh, when it became peach picking time last year, as I normally do because my trees are still a little small, uh, I go to uh, Majestic Farms out of Whitney to uh, pick peaches, and I was walking through the orchard there. I noticed that um, Ray had some trees that looked exactly like mine. Still, the little brown leaves were still on the trees and they had died. And I asked him, what's wrong with those? What happened? And he said, root rot. <clears throat> so I got the, uh, the diagnosis from two, what I would consider fairly uh, two independent and very knowledgeable uh, sources that I put too much water on them. So, uh, now I'm wait, whoa, whoa. That's, there. that's two different things. That so he be... said, both of them said it was root rot. Right, and root rot could be cotton root rot, which is a very specific fungus. Not necessarily caused by overwatering. Not necessarily at all. I just oh, took okay. I just took a Photinia Chinese Photinia Photinia seriolata out of my okay. landscape four days ago from cotton root rot. It's That's in so an hard. area that is absolutely guaranteed not overwatered. Doesn't have a sprinkler head, and it's on a very steep slope. Yeah, these are on uh, certainly a, a, a slope, but uh, but I didn't I didn't really think it was anyway. My my question is, how does one negotiate not enough water, too much water, or even if it's cotton root rot? How do I how would I go about to determining those factors? To be well, with cotton root rot, right, you identify if uh, well. First of all, in in my case, I've seen enough cotton root rot, and I know that I have it uh, in in the area of my landscape. Uh, that uh, I I know the symptoms. A plant dies fairly suddenly uh, over a period of a, in a tree or a large shrub like the Chinese Fotinia that I had uh, over a period. And it's not red tip. I'm, I don't have any red tips. Um, but anyway, it dies over a period of several months in the wintertime or uh, three or four weeks in the summer. Uh, it all goes at the same time. The leaves turn an insipid color and, and it's just gone. Uh, the rose family... Uh, is uh, highly susceptible to cotton root rot, and that includes photinias and it includes peaches. Um, peaches are not nearly as susceptible as uh, as apples and pears. They are the most susceptible out of the rose family. Roses, curiously, are not not as susceptible as any of the ones I just mentioned. But anyway, the um, uh, the symptoms are, are pretty characteristic. But the real way to have it identified is to, if you're not familiar with cotton root rot, is to send a, a root sample of, of a collection of roots the size of your finger uh, to the plant uh, clinic, the Texas Plant Clinic at Texas A&M, and yeah. let them look at them under low-power magnification, and they'll see the, the strands of the fungus on the roots, and they can confirm that pretty easily. But it has to be done um, at the time of death or soon after, within a few weeks after, two or three weeks after, and uh, they can tell you if that's what it was. Right. Well, I do know that Mr. Uh, Nesbitt said specifically in one of his texts to me that uh, the peace tree is more susceptible to too much water than it is not enough water. That was that was his comment on it. And so, well, I, and, and that can, leap, yeah, and that can I'm that can that. cause that can cause roots to rot. I'm very careful when I talk about uh, excess water that I don't use the phrase root rot because that sends people to wrong directions um people associate rotting with rotting wood you you have a, a barn that comes in contact with the soil and the wood rots and that's what they think a tree is doing because it's in wet soil and i can understand that i get that completely but cotton root rot is a very specific fungus one of the most damaging disease organisms we have in texas that's why there's no uh, cotton grown in the blackland prairie anymore that's what caused all of those big 
dead areas in the cotton fields of Ellis County, Collin County, all the areas that used to grow cotton. So you need to know whether Monty was talking about that or whether it was a just a general term of poor drainage. You would know if the tree had poor drainage by looking at the roots and if they are uh, if they're uh, dark and if the if the outside layer of the root tissue slips off and most especially if the soil is stagnant and foul smelling. That's going to be your indication of whether you have too much water or not. Yeah, he mentioned the or spelled out the virus. It's a longer word than I can pronounce that he thought was associated with the death of the tree. Virus but, or uh, well, fungus? Say, fungus, yeah, I, I believe it's Then fungus. that's cotton root rot, and that is a different thing altogether. Yes, it does. Philo something or other. That's exactly right. That's cotton root rot, and that's not overwatering. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what I wanted to clear up. And yeah. so I have been putting uh, both as a drench and a spray uh, in, in the, actually the holes that were vacated because I dug the trees up. That's uh, not going to work. Uh, of a, of a uh, yeah, of a fungicide, but I don't know. Not going to work. Okay. Not going to work. So, there, there is no, there is no preventive for cotton root rot. They tried. Okay. It, it's present in alkaline soils. And they tried, they tried as hard as they could in a great big orchard in the hill country uh, to, to acidify the soil by using sulfur before they planted pears. And they used, I think it was four ounces of sulfur per square foot or something. It was a huge amount of sulfur, agricultural sulfur. And they still lost their orchard. I don't remember all the details. That was 30 years ago. But it is not practical, and that's the only thing. The fungicides don't work. If they did, the cotton farmers would still be raising cotton. So I, how, how can I help you at this point? Well, I think you've, you've helped a little bit. I guess the other question I would have is I, I gave up on peaches actually replanting them until I figured out what was wrong with them and before I planted any more. What I did do, at least in one instance, was to plant a pear tree in where there was the peach tree was and my question then would be and i've got in the vicinity i've got uh, apples and apricots as well is there any anything any susceptibility to those relative to the peaches uh the peaches and apricots will travel together they are very closely related apples will be highly susceptible to cotton root rot uh, i have cotton root rot along my driveway this particular plant was 200 yards away um, I have another area uh, in a triangle, another 100 yards, another direction. Those are the three places it's broken out. I plant what I want to plant, and if I lose it, then I lose it. This is over a 44-year period. I'm just not obsessed by it. Um, you just, If you're going to plant another peach tree, just don't try to plant it right there. Put it 50 feet somewhere else. And yep. you might be okay. I must move on, Wayne. I, I, I just have, I've, I've, that's the best I can do for you. But uh, peaches normally are not going to have a major problem. Just plant it along as far away from that spot as you can, and you'll be good. You got it. Okay, there you go. Thank you for the call very much. All right. Uh, we are now, uh, what has happened, folks, with that call is that we are now transitioning into summer and diagnostic calls, and they take longer. And uh, I, I have to be guarded on time so that I don't have people waiting for 45 minutes on, on hold. That's why I get a little bit nervous. So please forgive me for that. I, I just want to get everybody help that I can. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book, and uh, the fourth printing now is just about gone. Uh, we got our first books on May 4th, and uh, I will sell my last one of the fourth printing sometime in the next uh, three or four days, probably. Maybe today, I don't know. And we sold a bunch yesterday on KLIF, and and more than I've ever sold. I, I'm, I'm humbled by that. I'm just I'm disappointed that there is a paper shortage and that I'm having to wait again, just like last year when I had to wait on the pandemic. It's just aggravating because I really started asking a long time ago. Anyway, we are where we are. If you'd like to get a copy of it, you need to order right now. Don't delay any longer. Neil, I've been meaning to get your book. Well, get it <laughs> because otherwise you'll get a fifth printing and there won't be very many changes. The changes are going to be on the cover. And that doesn't affect the reading of it. There are two changes uh, in the uh, in the text, and they're just a, a sentence each. Uh, but the the changes are on the cover where it says fifth printing, and it has a different uh, uh, price, 
higher, I might add. So anyway, if you'd like to get the fourth printing, you can uh, order it on my on my website today. That's at neilsperry.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. I sign every copy. I'll be signing this afternoon and this evening. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. All 60,000 copies sold. I've not been asked to refund a penny yet. And... Uh, so I hope you'll hope you'll take advantage of that. It has 11 chapters that cover all types, all parts of gardening: lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. It has a chapter on the basics of gardening in Texas. It has a 48-page chapter that is a calendar in words of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray everything in your landscape and garden. Four pages per month. That's chapter two. 840 of my best photographs. And uh, the fifth printing will be a little bit more money. If you want to save that money and get a copy right away, you'll order right away at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Or you can call my office tomorrow, 800-752-GROW. Probably there will be some copies left tomorrow, but don't take a chance and wait too long. It would be better if you could order online. That's 800-752-4769, but the better way is at neilsperry.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscape supplies helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams maybe you're thinking about replacing your old window treatments maybe it's time that you did we had that uh, moment about 10 years ago it is time we are done we are through we didn't want venetian blinds for crying out loud in another life another room we had uh, tried some other things those fabric things that are vertical Boy, those got mangled in a hurry. And then I got a call from Sunburst Shutters. Neil, would like to consider advertising on your program. And when I saw them, I fell in love. I was smitten. <laughs> if a guy can get smitten, I was smitten. And um, my wife and I went to the factory, and we saw how they were made, and we saw the product, and we had them out to our house to look at our windows. And there was no question. That was what we wanted. And we have been thrilled ever since. We've had friends who have said, show us the sunburst shutters, and we have, and they have them now, and they're just as thrilled as we are, and I'll bet they have daisy-chained it on to show their friends. Well, that's the way it works with sunburst shutters. They're just beautiful. They're made of polywood, which is a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. It is uh, very energy-efficient. They're color-fast white or off-white. They can be stained, and uh, it's a faux stain. They can be painted. They have a almost like an automotive, auto-body uh, staining uh, uh, painting booth, so they can do whatever you need them to do. Just give them a chance. Nice people that you'll enjoy meeting and having in your home, and... Uh, just beyond that, you will love the experience, and you will love the fact that every sunburst shutter is made to fit a specific window in your home. That's why they fit so well. They're also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. 214-343-2601. SunburstShutters.com. 214-343-2601. SunburstShutters.com. Now's the time to get back to better. Baylor Scott & White Health is moving ahead so better health can follow, providing new ways of care to keep you safe. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash safe care. And now here's Neil. 
All right, I am going to take a call from Will in College Station because I think I can answer it fairly quickly. I'm late to the newscast already, and so, Will, I, I'm kind of counting on you, but I think I can do this quickly. Uh, College Station, Will, how can I help you this morning? Howdy, Neil. Uh, yes, sir. taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, so I've got Bermuda grass uh, in my lawn, and uh, over the last 6 to 12 months, I've noticed that uh, uh, I've had some thinning and actually some areas that have gone totally bare. And uh, I see these little mounds. They're not ant mounds like fire ants, but um, they're much smaller and, and kind of granular. And uh, I, I did uh, a Google search, and it looks like something that it shows worm casting is what it looks like. Good. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if I have worms or some sort of other pest. Um, I, I went out with a magnifying glass and at night with a flashlight, and I, I've found these tiny little uh, green, uh, maybe about the size of a pinhead, um, insects uh, or, or mites or something. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but... Um, I'm just trying to figure out what's causing the, the uh, dissipation of the yard. All right. How much sunlight does that part of your yard get? Plenty. It's, it's in the front. Um, and, uh, how many, how many you know, hours would you guess? Uh, well, in the summertime, a lot more than now, but, um, you know, probably 8 to 12. 8 to 12 hours or 8 to 12 a.m.? I, no, I'd say 8 to 12 hours. All right. Um, all right. Uh, those are worm castings, earthworm castings. They are a good sign because you want earthworms in your soil. I don't know what the green things are, but they don't sound like anything that uh, that would be bothersome. Uh, I would like to see you out at night with your flashlight and your magnifying glass. That must be a... <laughs> must be something to see. I, it puzzles me that with that much sunlight that you would have thin areas. Uh, what mowing height are you using? Um, kind of right in the middle setting. Okay. I, uh, and, and what would that be, would you guess? Uh, as far as like inches, maybe inch and a half, two. All right. And this is common Bermuda grass? I believe Plant, it is. Planted from seed, okay. That probably is a little high for common. Uh, middle would be probably two inches on most mowers, and, and uh, you might want to drop it one notch. But if you okay. don't have anything to mow, it doesn't matter. Um, when did this show up? When did you have the problem worst? Uh, I'd, I'd say I've noticed it in the last year or so, but um, it's um, I've noticed it here in, in the wintertime getting worse. Well, but there's no chance for the Bermuda to cover in the winter, and so that you can't hold that against it. Uh, right. it's, it's totally inactive in the winter. Um, out of curiosity, it seems like it's it's it seems like it's actually dissipating more now. Um, is there any pedestrian now? traffic in that area? Any football games played? Any dogs? Anything that would wear it out? No, not really. No. This well, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to see it. Are you on Facebook? Uh, I am. If you, if you, and I'm counting on you to do this because this is going to, if you, if you don't do this, it's going to sound like I'm giving you a kiss off here to, to clear the deck. And that's not the case. I need to see this. I, okay. I'm very active on my Facebook page. And if you tell me, hi, this Will from College Station, we talked about my Bermuda lawn. Here is a photo of it. And if you'll post me two or three photos, I will see them on my Facebook page. It's N E I L. S-P-E-R-R-Y, and I will watch for it, and I'll answer you today. If you'll do that, I will answer you today. But I, that's what I need. I need to be able to see uh, what the setting is, um, the, the surroundings, uh, to be able to help you better. I, I can't picture this because there's no reason. Bermuda can grow on uh, Bermuda sod taken off a sod truck and laid out on concrete and kept properly watered will grow. And so there's no okay. reason that you can't get it going there. We've got to figure out a way. Uh, what's what's underneath? I, I'm, I'm going to ask my questions back and forth to you on Facebook. I'd rather do it that way once I can see it. Let's do it that Sounds way. Sounds good. I will help you. I will help you. I promise. 
That sounds good. Thanks, All right, thanks. I'm counting on you. Thank you. Thanks for understanding. All right, Linda, I'll come right back to you in North Dallas. We have a snail question on that one. Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything that you need. They want you to succeed. When you go in their door, you're going in the door of a store that is owned by somebody local to your area. And they want you to come back. They want you to tell your friends, hey, I got good service. I got to talk to the owner of that store. That's kind of cool. You go into those big national places. When was the last time you got to say, I got to talk to the owner of one of those places? That didn't going to happen. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer for Scott's Weedex Prevent with Halts. There's that extra word, prevent. Scott's Weedex Prevent with Halts. A single application of Scott's Weedex Prevent with Halts in the early spring can prevent crabgrass and other problem weeds. Just remember Halts and remember Ace and you'll be all set. Go in and ask for Halts and they'll have it. Rain, snow, or freezing weather, maybe we'll still have some of that. Don't know, but rain certainly won't affect the product's performance so you don't have to worry about the elements after you've applied it. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. You're getting help from people you already know, people you see at the Little League field or at the at the high school performances. That's Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. It's not the Republican Party versus the Democrat Party. Talking about what matters. It's the Republican Party versus an organized crime syndicate. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. My free electronic newsletter is called eGardens, like electronic eGardens. Neil Sperry's eGardens, you sign up for it at my website, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. It comes directly from my computer to your email every Thursday night. It is like an old-fashioned garden section. Take a look at it at my website right now and sign up for it right on that same page. Go to neilsperry.com, click on the eGardens tab, and we'll get you all fixed up. You can see the latest issue right there at neilsperry.com eGardens. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. Former President Trump's decided to campaign against the re-election of one of his own party's senators. I'm Dennis Martin, the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Construction project in Irving is closed spur 482 in both directions between Texas 114 and Northwest Highway. Construction has also closed 635's HOV lanes both directions between the TI Access Road and La Prada Drive. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast, sunny today, high in the mid-60s, clear tonight, then increasingly cloudy, breezy tomorrow, tomorrow's high temperature, low 70s. Right now, sunshine and 55 degrees. Former President Trump says he'll be in Alaska next year. Campaigning against incumbent Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski. Former President Trump is vowing to campaign against Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski. Murkowski, who's up for re-election next year, sparred frequently with Trump. She is one of only seven Senate Republicans who voted to convict Trump during his impeachment trial. The former president saying in a statement, I do not know where other people will be next year, but I know where I will be in Alaska, campaigning against a disloyal and very bad senator. Fox's Marianne Rafferty says Trump's also teasing that he may well run for president again in 2024. The body of an unidentified adult man was found yesterday near the Irving Golf Club. Two canoeists found the body in a wooded, brushy area near the golf course. Irving police have not said how the victim died or whether they suspect foul play. From the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 10 o'clock. Meanwhile, 24-7 news coverage at WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very much. Let me tell you about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company right now. We're going into springtime, and if you have a bunch of shingles loose or bent or missing or 
whatever happens, flashing, valleys that are deteriorated, whatever, you need to call Wortham Brothers and have them come look at your roof and decide what needs to be done. They will be very upfront and honest with you. If you don't need roofing repairs, they'll tell you that. But if you do, they'll also show you what needs to be done and perhaps uh, take some photos and bring them down off the roof to you so that you can make the decision of whether you want to file a claim or not against your insurance. If you have major roof damage, you probably should file because you've been paying for that uh, insurance all this time. And uh, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company can install the roof that will last you best. They do a wonderful job of roofing. We had them put a new roof on our home three years ago. They introduced me. I'm maybe the last guy in the world to find out about continuous ridge vents. And uh, they also suggested that we go to a 40-year roof. And that one saved us a lot on our uh, on our summertime utility bills and the the ridge vents did as well oh my goodness gracious they, uh, the 40 year roof saved us on our insurance bills gotta get my facts straight here folks the uh, wortham brothers roofing company they know roofs and they will help you they do all kinds of roofs and they also do new and replacement roofs 972 5788 wbroofing.com that's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788 no charge for the inspection of your roof they're happy to look for you and and see if there is need for any kind of repair or replacement Wortham Brothers Roofing Company 972-562-5788 serving all of the North Texas area wbroofing.com Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. You don't have to feel distant. Come join the conversation. I want to say uh, I love America because everyone gets a voice. This is News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. My website where you can buy Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening 4th Edition, 4th Printing, not Edition, 4th Printing, uh, is uh, neilsperry.com. N E I L. S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. That's also where you sign up for Neil Sperry's eGardens. Bookmark it. Look at it often. NeilSperry.com. There's no better time to get back to better. So don't wait. Get the care you need today at Baylor Scott and White Health. Call 888-4-BSW-SAFE to learn more, schedule a visit, or to speak with a nurse. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you very much. Let's go to Linda in North Dallas. Linda, this is Neil. Good morning. How may I help you? Good morning. Um, yesterday I was working in the yard um, in amending the soil and noticed a bunch of white snail shells. Um, I've seen them climb up my crepe myrtles, and I'm wondering if they're the culprit for eating my um, impatience from the ground up. <laughs> um, and then I also have a question about fertilizing yeah. supermondo grass. What... Uh... What are you seeing? I don't know that the snails that are on a crepe myrtle are going to be eating impatiens. No, uh, the impatiens were planted in, in a bed around there um, as well, in a bed across from the crepe myrtles. So they were I, in a flower bed. I guess I misunderstood you. I thought you were wondering if they were responsible for eating the impatiens. Yes, that and then also, you know, will they damage the crepe myrtles climbing up the crepe myrtles? No, not not okay. at all. And okay. as far as eating the impatience, it's more likely that you would have uh, 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 pill bugs or slugs eating impatience, I guess, although I don't know that they're necessarily uh, vulnerable, that vulnerable. I've grown impatience all my life. Uh, if you're concerned that something of that sort is eating, first of all, it would probably, if it were snails or slugs, it would be nocturnal. And uh, so you can mm -hmm. tell a lot by what time of day or night this is happening. And it's happening use, at night. All right, I'll you can use seven night. dust as as a, a a way of controlling them. Just dust the soil and the plants, and then you can wash it off after a couple of days. Uh, if you care to go to all the trouble, you could uh, submerge a, a pie pan and either put beer in it, or you could put uh, uh, just as a an oddity. I found that uh, dry dog food uh, with water uh, in it. Um, they're attracted to that. Anything that ferments, they will be attracted to. And if it's a, a wet solution, they'll they'll drown in it. I had a, a dog food dish that got water in it, and they went in that. It got rain in it, and they got in that and, and drowned. So, 
those are two okay. things that I have have done. But the uh, seven dust is quick and and easy for those okay. who are willing to do that. Okay, and then I have super dwarf mondo grass. What do I fertilize that with? The high nitrogen granular. Yes, and then just use a broom to sweep it out of the out of the uh, crevices of the leaves. Okay. While it's right. dry, you bet, and then water right away. Yeah, appreciate okay. your call, Linda. Thank okay. you very much. Thank sure. you. Okay. Let's, uh, let's see where we are. Um, you know what? Because he has a, a church service coming up, let me go ahead and take my break and get to my pastor, and then we'll let him go, and I'll come back to Tim in Plano right after that. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is probably the final ad that I will do for the fourth printing of Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I'll probably be out of books by this time next week. Um, And then we will be waiting on the fifth printing, like I was waiting on the fourth printing a year ago. And to that I say rats and consternation, but it is what it is. Paper shortage that I found out about Monday after starting uh, about six or seven weeks ago asking for this to be started. Ah, well, we'll get there. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs. Chapter 2 is a 48-page chapter, 4 pages per month, telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. And, uh, for example, it tells you what to do about snails and slugs and when to do it. That's just one example. It's a lot of examples in Chapter 2. It covers all aspects of lawns, landscapes, Uh, flowers, fruit, and vegetable gardening. Everything for every uh, county in the state of Texas. Hardback, high-quality paper, that's my downfall because I want the same paper in this printing of the book that I've had in the other four. I sign every copy of the book, and uh, your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I will refund every penny that you invest in the book. The book will cost more when the fifth printing comes out. You can get it for $34.95 plus tax and postage while I still have uh, copies of the fourth printing. I have a couple hundred in the garage, and I have uh, another 400 in storage, but that is how many we've sold this weekend, so there we go. It'll be gone. The best way to order is to order it from my website, because that way you'll know for sure sure that you're going to get it, and you'll be, we'll be putting those in the mail by tomorrow and probably Tuesday for the ones that are ordered today, and that uh, is at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. If you need order order over the phone, the phone number to my office tomorrow, uh, starting at 9 in the morning, is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. And that would be after 9 o'clock tomorrow. 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order right now at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Order before I run out of those fourth printings. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Callaway's Nursery is the place for everything on your springtime gardening wish list. With new shipments arriving daily at all 19 Callaway's garden centers, they are ready for spring. Ready for spring with fresh flowers, edibles, indoor plants, shrubs, trees, and pottery. Stop in today to experience the sea of color that will greet you starting at the front door. This breathtaking array of flowers, including geraniums, begonias, and petunias, is sure to inspire new and experienced gardeners. I think we're all ready for that. Enjoy favorites like trade winds, tropical hibiscus, or stunning camellias throughout your flower beds or in containers. The selection of pottery is as bright and extensive as the plants. You'll be sure to find perfect containers to accentuate your new plants. New colors, sizes, and designs are also arriving daily. You can always count on the professionals at Callaway's to provide you with gorgeous and healthy plants. And you can shop with confidence with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. 
Visit one of their 19 open-air stores, order online, or use their convenient curbside pickup by simply calling your local store to place your order over the phone. Go to Callaways.com to find a location near you. They're open seven days a week from 9 until 6 for your convenience. That's Callaways Nursery. Their life lived beautifully and they are beautiful. Callaways.com If you've been putting your health on hold, don't delay. Baylor Scott & White Health has added a number of preventive measures to get you back to better. Learn more at bswhealth.com slash safe care. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much. And I am pleased to welcome to our microphone slash telephone my pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett from the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. Tommy, good, beautiful, beautiful morning. How are you? Oh, what a spectacular day. I am well, and I hope you are too. I'm great, and it is a great day. And I told people last hour you had something pretty exciting to tell them. You want to tell them? Sure, yes. You know, we've been uh, meeting together online uh, for for most of the year. We tried a couple of times to to reopen and then uh, uh, close that down for in-person gathering. And we have plans. I've sent out a letter to the church, and I'm making announcements today. Uh, that we are planning to come back to in-person worship uh, the Sunday after Easter. We've got some outdoor gatherings uh, before then, but indoor, in-person, in a limited way, following the protocol uh, in in just a few weeks. So we're we're excited about that. You're going to get to see eyeballs again, aren't you, Tommy? Oh, my gosh. I, yeah. I, you know, I told somebody, well, probably the first couple of Sundays, we're just going to sit there and look at each other and, and weep because uh, <laughs> it, it's been so long. But we are oh. we are thankful. Our church has been faithful. Everybody stay connected. Um, and, and boy, it's going to be good if we can just get over these next couple of weeks. Yes, sir. Uh, and, and we'll watch that. But but we're excited. It, it feels like uh, we're heading toward the other side of this. I hope so. The numbers in Dallas sounded really bad last week, and, and I hope people will keep that in mind and, and keep their minds about them. Uh, even if you've had a vaccination, uh, your, your two shots, or, or in the case of Johnson Johnson, one shot, still mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. practical about life, for mm-hmm. goodness sakes, folks. All right, and so this is the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, otherwise known as the beautiful church on Church Street. Is it okay if I call it that? <laughs> it's okay. It's, it is a beautiful, beautiful church and filled with beautiful people normally, uh, and we're, we hope to get it that way again. And, and uh, uh, but, but we are worshiping online uh, today at 10.05, our, our traditional service from our beautiful sanctuary. Uh, at 11.10, our contemporary service, uh, Reverend Chris is preaching there, and our um, Melissa team uh, is worshiping at 1030 and they've got a cross up on their steeple and they're planning maybe that first Sunday after Easter to be inside their building as well. So it's going to be a, that's going to be a great Sunday in our this life. Is, this is a wonderful time to be a Methodist with the first United Methodist church of McKinney. And uh, Tommy has a service to go get ready for Tommy. I need a new promo to run in the recorded uh, time slots because there's going to come a time you're not going to be there for me. And so we'll, we'll talk about that. Watch your uh, text and I'll send one. Yes, and now everybody in your radio world heard that. I can't say that. I, well, Neil, you didn't tell me that. You've been put on notice, pal. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be working on it. I know I'm your son. I know your daughter. I know how to get a hold of you, and I know yes, Eve, yes, so I, I, have, <laughs> I know Waverly. I know sources. Have a good day. I'll be watching. God bless you, sir. Thank Bye you, now. Tommy. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That's uh, sharingtheheart.org or Facebook Live for the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. And we go to Tim in Plano. Tim, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Neil, about 20 years ago, we called you for advice about putting something between our house and our neighbor's garage. You recommend Nellie R. Stevens, Holly's. And we did it, and they've done everything you said they would do. They've been perfect, and we just left them alone. And they're pretty much mature now. We have some of them they are 20, 25 feet tall. Oh, wow. They're starting to get leggy so that uh, the branches are starting to droop, and they're starting to droop over the driveway and the sidewalk. So we need to trim them back. But the concern we have is the leaves tend to be on the distal half of the, the branches. If we cut them back enough, uh, are we going to strip the tree? Will it fill in? I mean, how do you trim and shape Nellie R. Stevens' hollies? 
I do it with lopping shears one branch at a time, and I go back. I'm going to be doing this to one on the corner of our house. I'm going to be taking mm -hmm. it after 40 years, 44 years. I'm going to be taking it from a large shrub into a tree a form. And I've done that with two or three others in our landscape, and they always turn out beautifully, but you have to be patient. You you, you remove one. The first branch you take off is, uh, in your case, it's not going to be quite this dramatic, but I take off the first branch knowing that, okay, I don't want that one. I really don't want that one. I know it's going. And I step back and I look and, I, okay, that one next, it needs to come too. And, and then eventually you get to a point where you say, well, let me see how that would look. And I have somebody hold that one out of the way a little bit. In your case, what you do is you prune the end off the most obvious offender. And maybe you don't prune it quite as far back as you think you might eventually. You see how it is. And if, if that's not enough, you can always prune a little more. You can never prune less. And uh, you do it with lopping shears, long-handled lopping shears. And, um, and, and, yes, you can prune them significantly. And, and then they fill in again and green yes, up in the spaces. Yes, sir. And do it soon okay. because they have not kicked into their spring growth yet. Okay. And and they will fill in beautifully. Now, I when you say distal side, is this uh, up against a building, and and is there a no, bare, just, bare side? No, it's just out, uh, just out over the driveway. I mean, there's it's okay. Just... Yeah, you can you can shape it pretty much. Is the uh, is the plant vertical or does it lean in some way? No, they're they're a perfect grow. Okay. Uh, you can you can easily prune those into the shape you want. Uh, it's even conceivable you could use a gasoline-powered hedge trimmer to, to do some of that. It may be more than you want to do with lopping shears. I'd be happy okay. once again, since you've spent the time waiting on me on hold, same offer on Facebook that I made to the other gentleman would apply. If you want to say, here they are, here's a good photo, be careful that you have the sun behind you when you take the photo so I'm not just seeing a black silhouette. Okay. Uh, but okay. but I'd be happy to look on Facebook and, and advise if I could see them. That might help. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. You bet. You can do it. And they're they're very forgiving. They're tough plants. Hey, thanks for the okay. call. All, All right, right, folks. Remember that we talked about the pre-emergent weed control, and you need to get that out uh, this week. need to put it on any kind of lawn grass, except don't put it if you think you might have to re-sod a St. Augustine area that could have frozen. Uh, that would be either Dimension or Baylan or uh, uh, Halts and uh, water it lightly after you put it on, moderately after you put it on, and uh, that'll prevent crabgrass and graspers. And no, you do not have crabgrass yet. That's some other uh, cool season grass. Crabgrass doesn't germinate this early. And then secondly, if you have freeze damage to your shrubs and vines, give them another couple weeks before you make the big decision. Most are going to come back, and they'll show you exactly where they'll come back from. Pardon the grammar. That has been a wonderful show today. I thank you for listening to Mike Bass. Thank you, sir. Happy gardening.